We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson... Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. All right, so Ernie met this girl, Teresa, at a happy hour. Uh, she's actually a friend of one of his coworkers, and she came out one night and joined him at Japs. And what started out as a happy hour mm-hmm. is now turning into a two, three, six hour, four hour deal. <laughs> but, you know, having a blast. And so at this point, everybody is obliterated. Mm-hmm. And Teresa was too drunk to drive home. So uh, Ernie offered, said, hey, if you he want was to a crash in my place, I live a couple of blocks away. We can walk over to my place if you need to crash. What if she had said, you know what? I think I'm good. I think I'm just going to maybe Uber home. You know, that would have been okay. But I figured, hey, do the gentleman thing. Throw it out there right away. <laughs> All right. Know, save You're... a couple bucks, whatever. Oh, yeah. So uh, she had, they end up spending the night. Ernie is a gentleman. He does not go into detail. But let's just say they, they had a fun time mm-hmm. at this place. So she slips out the next morning. Yeah, she's got to get to work. She's got to get to work. But they did uh, text back and forth, so there was some communication there. They even made plans for a date date. Took her to Tony's, yeah. Very nice, a little steak. Mm-hmm. And nothing since then, huh? Nothing since then. It's just been uh, been quiet. All right. So let's see. <laughs> let's see what Teresa's up to. All right. Hello? Hi. Is this Teresa? You got her. Did we wake you up? No, I don't talk very much in the morning. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> she hasn't had her coffee yet. Yes. Um, good morning, Teresa. It's Jeff, Fritch, and Tim for the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. How are you doing this morning? I'm I'm hanging in there. I'm good. Like I totally listen to you guys. You're awesome. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate that. <laughs> so this is like that um, second date thing. Yeah, it is second date update. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Okay, you know, I thought maybe I won a prize or something. No, well, I don't know. We'd love to send you to dinner if this works out, but listen, we're just trying to understand what happened there because the way we we were talking to Ernie, and by the way, he's he's a big fan of yours. He Mm -hmm. loved hanging out with you, loved meeting you at happy hour. Great time on your date. He said you guys seem to really be hitting it off. He said that you spent a little time at his place, and then you guys made a date for the following Friday, which he seemed to think went well, too. So... We're getting the sense here that you don't want to go out with him again because you sort of ghosted, and I think it's making Ernie crazy, and now he's got us curious. Did he say or do something to offend you at dinner, or is there another guy? What's going on? Well, uh, he he is a really cool guy, very sweet, very funny, cute, you know? <laughs> um, I mean, with the way we kind of, first met and all that transpired is 
you know, a little awkward, but, you know, I can roll with things. But um, Okay. I, I enjoyed the date we went on, you know, um, the real date date. It's just like we got talking and um, <laughs> marriage came up, which I know it's kind of like early. It wasn't like us getting married, but, you know, it was like what we think of marriage or our parents, like, you know, my parents are divorced, but his parents have been married forever. But um, So the topic he, of marriage came up. Just he didn't in say, general, he, yeah. He wasn't, Subject like, proposing to you or anything. No, no, God. But, yeah, not, no, not us. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm just I just making sure. I was nervous. Girl. <laughs> All right. Um, he says that his, his viewpoint, like, of, of a successful marriage is that the couple sleeps in separate bedrooms, which was like, whoa. <laughs> and I said, no, you're kidding, right? That's what people who've been married forever and they don't love each other do, you know? But he's like, no, no. Like, I think that's the key. You know, I need my space. I like what? sleeping in my own bed. And, you know, I think it's kind of like this cool thing, you know, where, you know, every once in a while when you do get to, like, be together, it's like a, a big deal instead of, like, always being in the same bed all over each other. I swear, I, th- I'm, I was convinced Ernie was kidding when you said that he said that. Ernie, you're still on with us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm here. Did you, were you kidding around or, or do you really prefer to sleep in separate bedrooms? I like to stretch out. It's not that. Oh my big god, of a deal. he's serious. I like some space. It's not that big of a deal. No, but how do you uh, when you're sleeping, you want to be comfortable. And no, that's it. Well, I get that, but how do you manage that in a marriage? I guess is my question. I mean, I guess when you're unconscious, it doesn't really matter. It's when you're, you know, you're awake. Man, but that like intimacy or the cuddleness or I, I mean, mean I like the intimacy, but you know, when the intimacy's over, I like to you know, I like to <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Be alone. Go back to your room. (laughs) He likes to kick her out. Oh, that's so weird. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, is it? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is weird. Well, I, I, I really can't like wrap my brain around it to be honest with you because like I need intimacy and I mean I haven't been married for years like I don't know what it's like to be married at all but I would think that the honor of of being with someone for a very large portion of my life and and getting to you know in the middle of the night kind of look over and go okay that's my that's my guy you know like that missing and that just sounds so Mm -hmm. sad well, in the you know? waking up together, too. I mean, there's something about, like, even if you're with somebody and you see them every single day, when you wake up mm-hmm. in the morning on, like, a Sunday morning, it's it's cute sometimes just to be there. Yeah, Ernie wants none of that. I know. <laughs> weird. I mean, one of those things I just want to be able to have some alone time. 
after, you know, cuddling and intimacy. And, and I think you should hook up with Jen. I know she's not here. I know. You guys would but get along dude, great. She is like so about the same thing. She gets her own bed. You have to go away. I got to say, though, I am very comfortable in my own king size bed now that I live alone. And I got to tell you, my girlfriend and I went on a trip one time to Buffalo, New York, to see the Rolling Stones. And the only hotel room we could find had a queen size bed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Were you cramped? Plenty of space. A little, I mean, she mm-hmm. thought it was the greatest thing ever. She's like, oh. Look how close we are. Like, oh. <laughs> I'm not the only one. <laughs> I mean, we made it work, but I, I couldn't do that every night. Yeah, no way. really. got to have a king-size bed. need a little more space than that. I don't see you having to share, like, maybe you don't have to share a bathroom. Maybe you don't have to share a closet. But you got to share a bed. Well, I kind of grew up, I, I don't know. I think it's because I grew up around kind of a semi-big family. Yeah, it was like everyone was always in each other's hair, so maybe that's part of it. But right, frankly, mm-hmm. I just like my own space. I don't know, but it's nothing against her. I really like her. Mm-mm. I gotta be the <laughs> other way. I can't do it. Couldn't do like, it. Like when my boyfriend is gone, or if he's out drinking with his friends or whatever, I cannot. I cannot rest well in there by myself now that I'm used to having someone in the bed all the time. So, Teresa, this is something that's important to you. Yes, <laughs> of course it is, because I feel like. This is symbolic of other things, maybe. And, you know, someone that has to have control or feel the need to, to be a separate um, yeah. entity. And, uh, I mean, you know, that's way, way, way far down the road. I mean, you know, but I don't want to go and become messed with someone that isn't interested in a partnership like I envision it, you right. know? Yeah, yeah that makes sense. See, you know, I just don't want to go there. Because it doesn't sound like he doesn't want to have a, a, a physical relationship. It just sounds like when that's over, he kind of wants to return to his own. But see, that's what I think is weird, too. Like, you're, you want to have your own room. I mean, it's we- that's odd yeah. to me. I don't know. I don't know. I just picture, like, this lair, like this boy lair. Yeah. Like, he just has this cave, and he just retires to it. Right. Like, it's weird. <laughs> I mean, I get the whole, like, symbolic meaning to it i understand that and stuff but like frankly i'm willing to compromise in those situations though <laughs> like if you want me to lay by you a little longer or you know <laughs> uh, run my fingers through your hair or whatever we no, that do. freaks me out dude that <laughs> that's hey i love it I love, i'd love i love you touching you a little you longer <laughs> like I don't know. You know like, that. do I look at a stopwatch and go, well, you know, I'd be <laughs> about 55 more seconds. <laughs> Weird. I ha- you know, I have read, some therapists have said that couples who sleep in separate bedrooms, they get better sleep and they're happier. Now, that's not for everybody. And, Teresa, it doesn't sound like it's for you either. But I can see how that would work for some people and ernie might be one of those guys yeah yeah i'm doing it for the better of the relationship <laughs> <laughs> well what, what do you say guys you want to try for a second date or is this pretty much dead on arrival here i, I just kind of want to leave it here like i don't want to explore it any further yeah yeah all right She's okay. right, though. If it's not going to work in the long run, I mean, yeah. if that's a deal breaker for her, you might as well stop it now. And a deal breaker for you. Yeah. Deal bre- oh, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. I got to tell you, a lot of people weighing in supporting Ernie. Uh, Jill uh, on Facebook. I agree with Ernie. Let's see. Senny. Is that how you pronounce? OMG, Ernie is so right. I've been married 20 years, and my husband and I both dream of separate beds. Sometimes you just need to sleep. Fritz, you just don't understand the need for space. 
<laughs> uh, Josh, however, says that if they don't sleep in the same bed, every time they you know, make love, it, it would be like a one-night stand. It is kind of odd. From Josh's I don't know. I just like be. I like sharing my bed. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. The smaller the bed, the closer you are together. That's right. Couldn't do separate beds? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. No. All right. Well, if we can do a second date update for you, give us a call, 513-749-2320, or you can email us, Jeff and Jen, two N's and Jen, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Speaking of Jen, we talked to her best friend, Trisha, who's going to talk about Jen's five-date challenge, what she thinks about it, and what she thinks it takes for a man to get involved with Jen. Especially as the mother of a son with special needs. So we'll talk to Trisha coming up next. But first, we check in with Toria Cannon, who's got your Q102, carryautomotive.com. Hey, Jeff, from Mike's yeah. Oh, sorry. I was going to say the same thing. I'm like, I can't even hear him. What's wrong with my headphones? Sorry, I was scanning the room going, something's not right. What is it? Oh, it's like, this is weird. <laughs> Things broken. I turned your mics on. I didn't ever, never turned on mine. Uh, no, what I was saying is Cincinnati's Q102. It is 724. <laughs> Jeff and Jen morning show looking at on and off showers. It'll be steady at times. And it looks like the heaviest rain is going to move in sometime on the drive home tonight. We'll see a high right around 66. So a little cooler than it's been these past couple days. Right now, it's 59 at Cincinnati's Q102. Okay, so we're talking about Jen's five-day challenge, and this is something that we we launched uh, the minute Jen, Jen's not out of town, five minutes, and we're trying to we're trying to hook her up. We want Jen to find love. We think it's time. It's uh, time Jen, for her to go out on She deserves days. it. Yeah. She deserves it. We. It, this is going to be an intervention when she gets back. Would you agree? Because she doesn't know that we're doing this. Well, and she hasn't been that open to dating. I think she's kind of been thinking about it a little bit, but she doesn't want to go through all the hassle of like meeting a man and trying to you know date online mm-hmm. and stuff. So we're doing our favor. Yeah, and part of me feels like Second Date Update has really scarred her because I can't tell you how many times after you know we, we turn the mic's off when second date update is over and she says well thank goodness i'm not out there thank yes. good, thank heavens i'm not dealing with that she's like this is why i don't date right She's sitting in here all the hearing all these bad examples every week yeah. although some of them are good some, although of, some of them are great yeah, i think them. it's time for her to date again though i mean there's a whole new level of men out there for her to date mm-hmm. from the last time that she's been out putting herself out there sure and it all depends on what we think she can attract. And we think she can attract some pretty extraordinary guys. Absolutely. Uh, we have talked to her parents. They're in full support of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Who else have we talked to? Sean. Her childhood best friend who's still a close person in her life today. Mm-hmm. That's right. Uh, so let's bring Trisha into the mix. Uh, Trisha is her best friend here locally. Hi, Trisha. How are you? Good morning. How are you? Pretty good. What do you think of this five-day challenge for Jen? I think it's wonderful. I'm so excited. I'm so glad that everyone is so supportive of Jen's five-day challenge because she could not have been more against the idea when I first brought it up to her in August. Now, consider it. Well, I was at the time suggesting 10. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Way to push her, Jeff. Way to push her. <laughs> yeah, and there's nothing sinister about doing this while she's away out of town with no contact to the outside world. No, there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's, it'll be a surprise. <laughs> not at all. And this is why we, we're, we're so happy to have you on the show, because we think that you can offer a unique perspective that no one else can, really, outside of Jen. What do you think 
uh, are the qualities that a man needs to possess if he wants to uh, get involved with not just Jen, but let's also consider, you know, she's the mother of a son with autism. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those of you who don't know Tricia, she is also the mother of a son with autism. So as an autism mom, what qualities does a man need to have to get involved? Um, First and foremost, probably compassion. Compassion, patience, um, love. Um, You have to be fun. We need to have fun. (laughs) We as in moms, Moms. autism moms? Autism moms, yeah. Why do you say that? Well, our kids are... Are wonderful. They give you a perspective on life that um, that I didn't have before my son was diagnosed. But um, you know, an appreciation for the little things. Yeah. Um, they can also be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, you know, when when we uh, get a break, have some free time, you know, we need to have fun. And and Jen is a fun person. Yeah. Sometimes you need an escape. Like when you have, my sister has a son with autism, and when she gets to go out, she needs to just escape from it. And so that's important. Adult time. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. You need that adult time. Yes. So what do you and Jen like to do for fun? I know you guys hang out a lot, but what does, like, what does Jen like to do for fun now? Um, Gosh, I would say we have the most, I mean, you know, we go to concerts, we go see bands, Um, we'll just go get some lunch, go to a movie, some laid-back things, but some some crazy times, too. <laughs> yeah, but good to just get out of the house. Yes, sure. Get out and be social. Now, you probably spend more time with Jen than anyone else in her life, you know, besides Jacob, I would think, right? Yeah. Yes, I, I think so. Would Would there be... Would there be a jealousy component there? Like if, if a guy comes into her life, would you feel like you were in competition with for, for Jen's attention with a guy coming no. into her life? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I might be a little protective. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah. So physically, what do you think Jen is looking for in a man? Physically? Mm-hmm. Well, we all we know she likes the blonde hair and blue eyes. Yeah. All right. So Justin Bieber. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Does Justin Bieber have blue eyes? I don't know. <laughs> Not I don't there, Jeff. Oh. <laughs> um, gosh, physically. She likes tall. Tall, yeah. I was just getting ready to say tall. Yeah. Does she care um, about, you know, does he have to be physically fit? I mean, you know, does she like a little bit of a man bod? Dad bod? Yes. Tall men. I mean, yeah, she is attracted to tall men. Hmm. Mm-hmm. She is athletic, so, yeah, I would say a man who is somewhat in shape would be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, for any of our potential men that we bring to the table here for Jen, what would you warn them? One thing about Jen, if you're going to become... Uh, intimate, have a relationship with with Jen. Take go on a few dates. Would you warn the man about? Warn Ma- make him, about. Ma- maybe warn's a strong word. M- make him aware of something they need to know yeah. going in with eyes wide open. Um, you know, Jen is um, say somewhat independent. Jen has been making decisions on her own, um, especially with Jacob, for a while now. Yeah. Um, and she is a strong person. She's so strong. Um, so I think someone would need to come in and, and be okay with that strong, independent personality. Yeah. 
All good stuff, All right. though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Trisha, so we will do our best. <laughs> I know you will. And maybe when Jen starts going out on the dates, you can go with us and kind of sneak a peek when we're, like, stalking her out. It could be well, fun. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm thinking. We'll just go hang out and hide in a corner. Yeah. yeah I like it. With, like, a big, giant parabolic microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Pick up so, on their conversation. So with Jen, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Trisha, listen, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show and offering a unique perspective on on Jen from, from, the, from the point of view of an autism mom which is a big part of Jen's life. Well, thank you, you guys. I think this is great. You got it. All right. Take care, Tricia. Bye. Thanks, you guys, too. See you later. Thanks. It's a lot of responsibility. It is. This. And I did have someone tell me, too, like a different autism mom that was like, whoever, whomever she dates, they need to realize that her son is going to have to be first a lot. Son comes first, sure. Absolutely. All All right. Uh, tell you what, girlfriend getaway. By the way, we'll have more on Jen's five date challenge coming up. Fun, Ro- we're going to speak to Fun Robbie Did tomorrow. You get him? Yes, got him. we got Fun Robbie. Right. Shut the door. This is probably the most notorious relationship Jen has ever had with a man. Coming up, that's tomorrow, right here. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. First, let's check in with Tori Cannon, who's got your Q102 carryautomotive.com truck. Yeah, this weekend will be interesting. We've got. Donald Trump coming to town on what, Sunday? You'll be at the Duke Energy Center. Yep. Yeah, downtown traffic is going to be nuts because the Hart Mini is going on Sunday morning as well. Oh, that's right. So just a heads up if you're going down there at all, it's going to be a mess. Mm-hmm. And then John Kasich is having a pancake breakfast, I heard, at the Sharonville Convention Center. That's more my speed. Pancakes? <laughs> food. Yeah. If they're serving food, that's how I decide which political rally I'm going to. Who's serving the best which food? Which one has food and booze? Yeah. Is there another debate tonight, too? There is a Republican oh, debate tonight. There's a lot going on here with the politics. A lot of people going to be rooting for Xavier as they play tonight in the Big East tournament happening at Madison Square Garden, 7 o'clock. And congratulations to Xavier coach Chris Mack, named National Coach of the Year by the National Writers Association. Hey, good for him. We're wearing our blue shirts for Xavier. Let's you go, are. X. Yes. <laughs> That's why you have on those beautiful blue shirts. That's exactly right. So between that and the pancake breakfast on Saturday. Your weekend's filling up. We couldn't be more excited here at the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. All right, it is 7.54. We're looking at on and off rain showers. It'll be steady at times. And the heaviest rain looks like it's going to move in sometime tonight in the drive home. We will see high temperatures right around 66 degrees. It is 59 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Glassdoor, every year they come out with this annual list of the highest paying jobs for 2016. And by that, they mean traditional jobs because the real you know, the, the good-paying jobs like YouTube star, Vine taken. superstar, yeah. Real Housewife, are nowhere to be found. But uh, here they are, the 10 highest-paying jobs this year. And I'll tell you what, a lot of these require extra education or working your way up to upper-middle management. Because, let's see, number 10 is a solutions architect. That is a $120,000 a year job where you create solutions for users and clients. A solutions architect. That sounds really fancy, doesn't it? These are average. name for a consultant? Yeah. That is sort of maybe? Yeah, I guess so, but it's more specific. I guess it's more specialized. 
Uh, IT managers, on average, make $120,000 a year. Now, granted, some make more, some make less. It depends on what part of the country you live in and what company you work for, Mm -hmm. certainly. But on average, IT managers raking in $120,000 a year across the country. Uh, integrated circuit designer engineer. I have no idea what that is. Making one hundred twenty-seven five. <laughs> Software architects, a little over one hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars a year. Listen, to all the, all these digital jobs coming up. IT guy. Yep. Circuit guy. A strategy manager. A strategy manager makes on average one hundred thirty thousand dollars a year. A pharmacy manager, on average, $130,000 a year. Boy, they make good money. A lot of school, though. A lot of school, hard. I know a girl that just got accepted into pharmacy school at UC, and she's so excited, but she's just now starting, and I think she still has like six years more to go. I know. It's a lot I hear the chemistry chemistry part of that curriculum is really hard. You got to be really good at math, too. Uh, Software development manager. Rakes in, on average, $132,000 a year. A research and development manager, on average, $142,000 a year. Lawyers, some obviously make millions. Some can barely keep the lights on, but on average, lawyers raking in $144,500 a year. And the number one job, the highest paying job this year, is a physician bringing in an average salary of $180,000. Obviously, some make more, some make less, but that's the average. So, here's our question to you. What do you do, and what do you make doing it? You don't have to give us your name, but this is one of those questions that we love to ask people, but we're too embarrassed because it's inappropriate. It's considered tacky to ask this question. Unless, of course... You're asking anonymously. (laughs) Well, it's always interesting to see, too, because I like to know, you know, people out there that are thinking about maybe going to school to be a teacher or going to school to be a nurse. It's interesting to see what they make here, you know, in Cincinnati. Yeah, right here in Cincinnati, because these are just averages. Right. Because a lot of times you can go online and look up like, oh, how much does a nurse make? And it's nowhere near what you're going to make first year out in Cincinnati. So what are people making in the real world at their current jobs? Again, we we don't need to know your name. Just tell us what you do and what you make doing it. This is good for people who may also be in the same job. They they have something now to compare it to. If they thought they, they needed a raise and they've been having trouble getting a raise and then they hear somebody else say, that they make less than they do, you might feel better about what you're making after all. Yeah. I heard on Jeff and Jen that I should be making 55. (laughs) It can backfire. (laughs) 513-749-2320. We'll keep this completely anonymous. All right? We don't need to know your name. I'll just give it an example. We'll go to line one here just for fun. Yeah, I just put them all on hold. Okay. Line one, good morning. Welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hi. Hi. So don't tell us your name. Just tell us what it is that you do for a living. I am a qualified mental health professional, which means that I work with the persistently mentally ill. Oh, wow. Right. Now that sounds like a challenging job that requires a lot of education and patience. Am I wrong? You are not wrong in the slightest. Okay. So based on all of that education and the hard work and the skills that it took you to get to where you are today, how much do you make a year? I make $32,000. Oh my gosh, not nearly enough. Yeah, sometimes 
it's not about the money, though. I actually took a $20,000 pay cut mm-hmm. to do what I do. I used to work for a bank, yeah. um, and I made a, a, a nice living there of about 50000 wow. Uh And I lost a friend to mental illness, mm. and I didn't want anybody to have to go through that pain anymore if I could help it. So I completely switched careers altogether and went into the mental health field to help both my clients and their families to have more productive and happy lives. Wow, wow. good for you. God bless you for doing Thank that, too. Thank you yeah. for all you do. Absolutely. Thank you, guys, for everything that you do because you make my job easier. I'm in the car all day long, so... I listen to Q102 every morning and every afternoon and in the evening. So. We appreciate that so <laughs> yeah, much. Thanks so much. Thanks again for listening. Thank you. Bye. Cincinnati's Q102, Jeff and Jen Morning Show. It's 836. Dax Holt checks in with us now from the TMZ Newsroom in Hollywood. A lot going on. The most interesting man from those Dosecki's ads is having some troubles that he's going to explain. But first, let's begin with Justin Bieber doing an alleged drinking ditch. Good morning, Dax. Good morning. How you guys doing? Hanging in there. How much How much pricey scotch did Justin Bieber allegedly <laughs> ditch? So he showed up to a Seattle bar, uh, 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 I guess a whiskey bar, on Wednesday night. And uh, and was there with a bunch of friends, ordered around. And, uh, and so he, I guess it was like... What a couple of rounds ended up fifteen bucks a, a shot. Not not so bad, but it racked up a hundred thirty dollar bill. Well, the thing is, there was surveillance tape rolling the whole time of him and his buddies in there. They went outside to have a smoke break and never came back in to pay the bill. Oh, and wow. so the bar was kind of upset about it. But uh, one of the members of Justin's entourage tells us that it, it, the trouble kind of started when a female fan wanted to pick but was denied by one of Bieber's dancers. And so the guy that she was with got all upset, started yelling, making a scene. Oh. So we're told that Justin's group decided they just better get out of there. So they just and left. So, so they just left, and I guess one of the bodyguards was supposed to pay, but didn't because of all the, the ruckus. But we did hear that uh, they ended up uh, settling with the, the bar. They ended up paying the bill and moving along with life, but it was all caught on tape when they, when they ditched So the bar wasn't too happy about that. I would have never taken Justin Bieber as a scotch drinker, you know? I would have thought he'd be throwing down, like, fireball shots or something. Yeah, but maybe if you're, like, in a a really cool bar and that's, like, you know, the theme or whatever, Mm -hmm. maybe you just go with it. Do you do shots of scotch or is that a sipper? (laughs) I don't know. What do we know? I guess. Uh, from Scotch to Beer, the most interesting man wants back in the game. What's his real name? Jonathan Goldsmith. Um, probably one of the most recognizable people out there. We've seen him in all those Dos Equis ads. Well, uh, Dos Equis announced yesterday that they are retiring uh, from that, that commercial. They are no longer going to be doing the most interesting man commercials. And he immediately got his management team on the uh, on point, and they said, "Look, you know, let's let's relaunch his acting career. He did a bunch of TV shows and movies in the past, like Dallas and Knott's Landing and Chips and all these other things. So he is hoping to hopefully get his acting career back on point. And I got to tell you, the gig was really good to him. He did. He got about a million dollars a year. Wow. for Five days of work. I mean, that's for how many days of work? Pretty good. 
five days of work. A million dollars for five days of work. Yeah, you just had to sit at the table and read those three lines. Yes. Yeah, it was overwork and yeah. I mean it's amazing. Holy mackerel. Where do you sign up for a gig like that when you're out in LA? I don't know. Jesus. But God, sign us all up. Yeah. We we had heard that they want to do like a newer version, a younger version of that with Dosekis. Have you heard of any of the people they may be thinking about? No, but that would be a smart move. I mean, I think that that works so well for them, the most interesting man thing. I I love it. I think it's done great for them. So Mm -hmm. I hope they kind of stick to something, some, like, similar theme. Right. All right. Anything else, Dax? Well, if you're interested, Chum Lee from Palm Stars was arrested arrested during a, uh, I guess, police went to investigate an alleged sexual assault and found a bunch of guns and drugs and all kinds of stuff. We got the full story on TMZ.com if you'd like to read up on it. I saw that. I was not surprised by the weed, but the other stuff was a little surprising. Yeah, the meth, the marijuana, all kinds of stuff. Those are just some of the stories TMZ has covered top to bottom. Uh, You can check out TMZ 24-7 at TMZ.com and, of course, catch them this afternoon at 1230 on the Cincinnati CW. Thank you so much, Dax. Bye, guys. Good talking to you. I get to play you something that I <laughs> got a complaint call the other day. We, uh, I, I ran audio. Someone put up a video on YouTube about how to do your makeup to look like Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And not to give away all the secrets, but it involved crushed Cheetos. The next thing you want to move around to is to the lips. With your lips, you want to make sure that it looks like you've been like running your mouth all day like talking and talking and talking because you like really love to hear yourself talk to the point where you're like oh i don't even make any sense and i contradict myself and like go and be like really carefree and not think about the consequences of anything that you're saying and you know you're done when it looks like a chapped ain't Um, What I'm going to do is pick a bronzer. So it's really important that you pick a bronzer that is really orange. You don't want it to be tan or brown because then somebody's going to ask for your birth certificate and that is a definite no-no. Take some Cheetos and what I like to do is to smash them up into a finely milled powder and then apply that over my face. You know, it looks pretty good actually when she's she's Mm -hmm. done with it. And it's still on the Facebook page, Jeff and Jenna Q102 if you want to watch it. Yeah. Now, we get complaint calls all the time. I mean, you know, not all the time. I mean, we get them often enough, but mm-hmm. uh, they rarely <laughs> they rarely sound like this. <laughs> Checking the voice. Thanks for calling Hubbard Radio and Digital. Enter your ID. Enter your password. Okay, you, you got to hear this. Yeah. Yeah, about your little DJs, Jeff and Jen. Oh, and by the way, I should mention that this is a... <laughs> This is a reenactment. Recreation. This is a reenactment because, you know, by law, I can't play the voicemail on the radio uh, because uh, we can't do that without the person's permission first. Mm-hmm. It, it's different. Like if you call a radio station, when you call a request line, for instance, You're you know, when you call 749-2320, yeah. you know, that is implied consent. So we don't need to ask your permission to air it because, well, that's why you're calling is to come on the show with us. But in this case, this was on an office voicemail. So I can't play that voicemail on the radio. So we have hired this actress to recreate 
the voicemail exactly. So this is word for word what was word left for word on the exactly what was left. Okay. And she did a really good job. She's got it matched. Sound the same? Almost perfect. Yes. Okay. I only understood half of the original voicemail, and I understand <laughs> even less of this voicemail. So it's perfect. Yeah, about your little DJs, Jeff and Jen. I got a resident of Cincinnati my entire life, like for 50 years, and I've always listened to your station, and I'll never listen again. You guys get on there, and you rant and rant about where they're bullying going on with the kids and that, but then, then two adults get on the radio, and they want to talk about somebody's looks, <laughs> even if, even if. If it's Donald Trump, then get on there. It doesn't matter who it is. That's bullying. Talking about looks and making fun of him, that's bullying. And you're making a good president for the kids out there. You're going to charm those bullies about their looks. You go on, damn one needs to lose some damn weight. Another one, see, a f***. Hey, come on, you're DJs, let's see. F***, Jeff looks like a f***. Jen looks like Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, Come She needs a nose job. <laughs> Agreed. The other one looks like God too. Hey. So, no, I mean, come on. Radio. The only decent one you got is Mark McFadden. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> wow. I only understood about half of it. You know, I was kind of with her like at the beginning of it. I, I kind of got her point. Like, you know, it's it's not cool to bully anybody mm-hmm. based on their looks. Right. You know, we are kind of making fun of Donald Trump and, sure. his, and his orange face. Mm-hmm. It's not very nice. But at the same time, Donald Trump, you know, it's not a kid. Right. He's an adult. He's a public figure. <laughs> He's a public figure, an adult who kind of bullies people. And Absolutely. It's in, and it's in the news. I mean, we're reporting pop culture news. This right. girl was trending. Yeah. How do you want us to not talk about it? Well, but listen. <laughs> yeah, you're right. She was trending. But the thing that got me about it was that she starts doing the exact thing. But she wants you to know what it feels like, Jeff, to be bullied. That's why she does Oh, this. is that what she's doing? Yeah. Don't you feel bullied? Don't you feel like crap about yourself now? No, I, I was actually really entertained <laughs> by the whole thing. You go on, damn one needs to lose some damn weight. Another one, see, a f***. Hey, come on, you're DJs, let's see. F- Jeff looks like a f***. I like the homophobic slurs. That was a sure. nice touch. Right. Jen looks like Rosie O'Donnell. The blonde. She needs a nose job. The other one looks like God too. So, I mean, come on. Radio. The only decent one you got is Mark McFadden. That's true. <laughs> that awesome. Mark McFadden is pretty good. We love Mark. Give her that. Has someone let him know that he's got a fan? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I mean, he has lots of fans, but this is a special one. Yeah. That's right. This is... <laughs> well, we, we, we appreciate the feedback. That's right. We do. Interesting. And feel free to leave your feedback, my direct extension. <laughs> Can, here's what you need to do. On your extension, you need to put, like, hey, we may air this. Like a disclaimer yeah, on so it. That I, way we can... Yeah, I actually have one on my extension that says any message that you leave here is for potential on-air broadcast. So, so, they, so, so they call know. Fritch's line. Yes, 513-699-5123. Easy, easy to remember. 699-5123. Yep. Five, one, two, Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. 
Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.